Good morning. Today is Tuesday, September the 21st, and you are listening to our conversation on current events across the globe on what's new today. Every day we take some important news stories across science, culture, politics, sports and more and explore them with our young listeners. I am Sangeeta and my co-host is Trai and I am in grade 5. As some of you may have been aware, the Taliban, an Islamic group of people, have now taken over Afghanistan. As in, it means they now run the government in that country. For almost a month now, movement of people has been quite restricted in the country. In the last couple of days, though, the Taliban has begun issuing some new set of rules with which they believe they can operate the country quite well. One of the early steps has been. to open up schools but for now they will allow only boys to attend schools in grade 6 and above that means even girls or female teachers cannot go to school i feel sad in harry potter world this sounds like how voldemort thinks that only bloods can make good wizards Muggle bonds or muggles are not good enough. Similarly, the Taliban thinks that only men make good people in society. So now we will need a Dumbledore army or an army with people like Malala Yousafzai. Uh, that's very correct, but it's not going to be an easy fight. So we should remember that for the last twenty years, Afghanistan has been ruled by different governments, but but they have always been supported by foreign armies, including say the U.S., U.K., and other Western countries. But now that the Taliban is in power, and they believe that their rules are to be in keeping with what they interpret as being important for a good Islamic society, fighting against them outrightly. you know using military force is not going to be very easy for the people of afghanistan i understand that the taliban think that girls can only stay at home cook and clean but what about the people there don't the girls want to study don't they want to work yes yes very much at least most women in cities like kabul the bigger cities would definitely like to so imagine as recently a month ago you know there must have been some girl students going to university and they were training to become lawyers doctors teachers in fact the schools now are facing a crisis even when they open up for boys because they don't have enough teachers most teachers in the last 20 years have been women in fact there are many more such roles in the government in hospitals that were done by women and now if they don't allow women to go back to work it's going to be difficult to get these hospitals and schools and even the government in certain departments up and running can't the other countries do anything about this rule look outsiders cannot force changes outrightly but organizations like the united nations are putting pressure on the taliban so the taliban needs these ngos or foreign aid agencies which are working on the ground in afghanistan to help feed and clothe some of the poorest there so in return for that aid 
the UN agencies maybe can put some pressure on the Taliban and ask them to open up schools for girls too. You know, if you do talk to people in Afghanistan, some of the optimists are hoping that the Taliban will definitely allow the girls to go back to schools, but maybe in a slightly different form. You know, maybe it could be in classrooms that are separated, where boys and girls study separately, but at least that would be one step ahead of being forced to just stay at home. A few days ago, Australia decided to buy some nuclear-powered submarines from the US and the UK. France got pretty riled up and angry because Australia had earlier placed an order in 2016 for a different set of submarines worth about $66 billion with France. And now Australia has just turned around, decided to cancel that order and go ahead with the nuclear submarines from the US. Do nuclear submarines mean that... These submarines will launch weapons from the sea? No, they won't launch nuclear weapons. These are just nuclear powered. They are not nuclear armed. So nuclear power means the submarine runs on nuclear energy. So Australia ostensibly remains one of those countries that has signed a nuclear non-proliferation treaty, which basically means uh, it says that hey look, we are only going to use nuclear energy for peaceful purposes. and we won't really be looking to acquire any nuclear weapons at least definitely not for now so they are not looking at these submarines as submarines that will be launching nuclear weapons but nuclear powered submarines are still quite a good step up from regular submarines because they are expected to be much stronger faster and stealthier so what has suddenly happened now didn't they want stronger submarines 5 years ago i'm sure they would have liked to have such strong and powerful submarines even 5 years ago but the change that has happened for one in the last 5 years is that china's naval fleet was just a little smaller than the us then but now it's become the world's largest naval base they have almost 360 ships so naturally now all other countries are a little wary of china especially the ones in the indo pacific region So now Australia is likely to feel even more threatened today than it felt 5 years ago. Oh, and Australia is smack in the middle of this region. So that's why they want to be prepared in the event of a war. Something like that. Is the US then gonna help build submarines for the other countries in the Indo-Pacific? I doubt that. There's been only one instance in the past when the US has shared its t- nuclear technology. and uh, that was in 1958 and they shared it with uk this was when the us and russia weren't exactly very good friends in what was called a cold war now the us is feeling threatened by china and so they are using an ally australia in that region sorry what's a cold war a cold war is a war where you don't actually fight with your army navy or the air force you just use economic threats like say you tell your enemy that you won't buy or sell any commodities or you could use political threats for instance the us and western countries believe in running a democratic governments whereas russia believes in the communist ideology so if there's a small country out there which needs money or aid you can go and tell them hey look we'll give you money as long as you follow democracy and you know help us fight against russia don't the other countries in the pacific region feel threatened 
because australia is getting this powerful submarine no not really because china's growing naval strength has meant other countries in the region are feeling threatened by china mainly so you know think of it like having a big brother and a powerful friend in your neighborhood who might protect you in the event of a fight so japan and philippines feel that australia had every right to strengthen its defenses of course china has been quite upset since now they have another power in their neighborhood i think the country that is the most aggrieved or affected is france because they've lost a 66 billion dollar deal and for france this also means thousands of jobs at risk because people who were working in the defense industry manufacturing these submarines those people will now be out of jobs an ecologist in australia was studying bird sounds of a specific species of birds called the super fairy wren so she decided to wire the nest and quietly record their songs but in the process she came across something quite amazing the bird while sitting in the nest near its eggs was singing songs a bird singing songs while seated in its nest next to its eggs means you're going to attract bird predators so this got the ecologist thinking as to why would a mother bird be singing near its egg any thoughts any guesses i don't know there are stories in indian mythology of abhimanyu hearing stories from his mother's womb so maybe this mother bird was actually telling the egg some stories absolutely right although we don't know if these are stories or songs but whatever it was the mother bird was definitely imparting some kind of learning to the child even when the little bird was inside its egg how do we know this for sure how can we know what the bird inside an egg is learning or not learning so the way scientists measure learning by a human fetus is Uh, the doctors measure the heartbeat of a child so what we do know is that when a child is inside a mother's womb and is paying very careful attention to an external sound or stimulus its heart rate drops a little bit so the ecologist in this case right she attempted something very similar so she did record that same bird's heartbeat and then she measured it in response to different sounds and she found the exact same pattern even that little bird inside the egg its heartbeat dropped a little bit the moment it heard the mother bird sing would the birds inside the eggs be paying attention to anyone singing outside i doubt that it's not like the bird is likely to pay attention to any bird singing outside or even any human singing because even in human embryos babies are known to be only able to identify their mother or their father's voices not any stranger's voice so in fact the ecologist did try to measure if uh, some similar pattern existed and they did find that the little birds inside the eggs could identify songs of their own species for example if there's a parrot speaking in the vicinity of you know a little bird inside the egg of a super fairy wren it would not react the same way it would be paying much more careful attention to its own mother hum a song speaking of humming i have a bird joke can i share it Oh yes, please do go ahead. Why does the hummingbird hum? I don't know. Because it can't remember the words. That's it from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh new conversation on the current events for our young listeners. If you have any thoughts or questions, please email us at hello@wsnt.in. At 
Link to this email is given in the show notes below. Thanks for listening.